0: Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Allie. This podcast is about getting unstuck out of your comfort zone and changing things up, all while not taking yourself too seriously. Or us either. Come laugh, get inspired, and have fun. Thanks for listening.
1: I just pressed record because I figured we just better catch all of this. All of it.
0: (laughs) Get all of this shit in there, Allison. Oh, my God. I was just singing to myself. This is going to be the final goodbye. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a little jingle. And then also <laughs> simultaneously realizing that I need like a, my, I need all of my video calls to be like hung from above. Because otherwise, I just have this just neck <laughs> action. What? I fucking hate.
1: It's so funny what we see what we see as our own personal you know faults or whatever I look at you and I've yeah. never f- once thought about your neck not I've never <laughs> had one moment one thought about it
0: oh my god well you're gonna always think about it now,
1: now I am, what's up with your neck
0: oh my god. Courtney also hates her neck but I realized that my identical saggy neck twin in celebrity life is Drew Barrymore and she's still beautiful so I'm okay with that <laughs>
1: Yeah. Dude, you said you wanted to have a celebratory beverage.
0: I totally did. And I had some champagne yesterday and um I will go get myself a glass.
1: Okay. Well, I'm gonna just say, well, hi Allie. Hey Nicole. <laughs> Today is June 6th. It's yeah. Saturday 2020.
0: It's our final episode.
1: You guys, are you okay?
0: (laughs) Did you hear that? (laughs) People are probably crying right now.
1: Listen, a lot.
0: This is the last thing people need.
1: For those that have been listening, man, I'm not going to make this through. I'm going to fucking be a, a little bit of a disaster, I think, today. Allie.
0: Yeah, me too. I've been crying all week you know, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I'm crying because, um, yeah, you guys, we're gonna, we're gonna, this might most likely is the last episode of the meltdown city podcast. We might, I have a feeling that maybe at some point in time, Ali's going to be like, guys, I just want to record my fucking meltdowns or something, or get some <laughs> shit off your chest. And I would do it. Um, but, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <is> <laughs> I have some really nice things to say that are written down. Oh, okay. I. But now, now that I am just walking through the house, um, back up to my comfort zone space, safe space. This yeah. is the end.
1: What is the? How does that?
0: Beautiful come? friend, the end. Oh, does from Jim a- Morrison, the Doors. Yeah, the
1: Doors. That's the door
0: song. Yeah. Oh, my, oh God. my God! Okay, so cheers okay. to you, Nicole, and to you, Allie. Raise the glass. Yeah. Um, for you know, I don't know how this is going to go, but I think it's been a fun ride. Dude, Let's it's start been out so being fun. Super happy.
1: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for saying yes. You remember, I would I called you that morning on my bicycle on my way to work and was like. Hey, would you, would you do this podcast with me? And, um, you know, I think the vision wasn't totally clear and the expectations weren't clear and, but you were like, yeah, I'll do yeah. it. And I think I asked you because I felt like you were the ballsiest person I know. <laughs> I would say yes.
0: Yeah. You
1: know? um, yeah. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't know who else would say yes.
0: Well, I did. You yeah. know, and and I just wanted to thank you, Nicole. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: God damn it.
1: We are recording this.
0: Uh um, for your for your vision and determination and your investment. In <laughs> <life>. <laughs> And your investment in time and all the equipment and your ideas and your network and your positive attitude and your, like, endless love and humor and just tremendous partnership. (laughs) It's been super amazing. Like, having um, our friendship just reach this, just, like, next level is... Like one of the best things that could have come out of this.
1: This is true. (laughs) This is true. Yeah, I just, um, I think that. Oh, you're so cool and brave and um, honest and and so funny, and um, and uh, it's just been so fun to. um, It has been to to laugh and just laugh and just laugh and laugh and laugh and you know what (laughs) you. you dealt with all of my technical bullshit (laughs) problems every
0: (laughs) time i would go to nicole's house she would be like every time she'd be like i just fixed this (laughs) and then every time (laughs) Like she would fiddle with it for like four or five minutes and then she would just get super mad (laughs) and be like, fuck it, fuck it, we're not using it. (laughs) I know. And then we would just do it anyway, a different way.
1: We would do it a different it way. It would yeah. just
0: be so funny <laughs> because she tried so hard every time. And I truly <laughs> believe that she did fix it. And then it just fucked up again. And then
1: it would just fuck up again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, so, no, not you. The equipment itself. The equipment. You know. It oh my God. So annoying. I think my and old. Inconsistent.
1: <laughs> I think my old laptop was part of the problem and it just. Half the time didn't love my <laughs> audio's hardware, my software or the hardware. And then you could talk it is user error, I'm sure. I'm but just like, oh right, I'm not an audio engineer, right? We never right. got one. No. You no. Know? Um, but we did have
0: Al once.
1: He did. He totally set us up, and then some fucking thing happened <laughs> with my computer. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it, it's fucking gone. Why, like, you know, I had some template and I figured all of it out, but, um, God, you know, I just, and you, you know what, hmm. you don't actually even need all this fancy shit. I mean, you, you could just start something like we recorded our first, I don't know what, like five first few episodes on our phone mm-hmm. and just uploaded it. And it was, you know, pretty good. And I got that great advice from my old life coach guy, James Swanick, which was just If you want to record a podcast, don't overthink it. Just start, you know, just use Mm -hmm. your whatever you have on your phone and and see if you even like it. And guess what? I really liked it. I had so much Mm -hmm. fun with you and (laughs) um with I mean, all of our guests and you know, talking about all of these all these topics about self-development and you know, just trying to become, um, you know, a better version of ourselves and, or just trying to blow through these ideas that we're stuck in in a box and stuck in this place and that anything is possible and you can try to do something new and different. And, you know, we're our our own worst enemies there. And so um, just coming back to that message um, again and again of like, fuck it. Just try, you know, just try, just give it a shot. And, you know, you've, you went out and you got a new job in the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you weren't happy and you've, you've made some changes in your life and, um, you're happier for it. I've made changes in my life and I'm happier for it. And, um, yeah. <laughs> what well, I was, yeah. gonna, what were some, um, lows. Do we want to talk about a low? I mean, we got yeah. some negative feedback a couple of times. That was interesting. We've never really yeah. talked about that. I mean, I don't think we should talk about it specifically. Um, well, I
0: just wanted to kind of bring folks back to like where, where I was, at least when I first started this, like I was fully in like midlife crisis mode. I was like 38, 39 ish. I mean, that was before we started this, but, um, I was just feeling really empty and like insecure and worried about my future. And if, you know, like wondering if like I died tomorrow, if I would feel really content with where my journey had taken me and it just caused me to pause and take stock in what's truly important to me. And this was really the vehicle for doing that, you know? And I think, you know, just being able to like carve out time and space for myself Mm-hmm. was brand new. Cause I had been just grinding so hard on like full-time job, full-time parent, full-time job, full-time parent, you know? And then I was like, Oh my God, what would it, what would how would my life change If I like had an hour to myself <laughs> to think freely and be creative and talk to a friend who I've known for 30 years. And it was really what I needed, you know, at that time, just to have some space you know yes. and all of that space and all of our conversations and all of our guests and all of the people who religiously listen to us and some people who don't listen that often but listen sometimes have given me like life and perspective and and you know just all of this um just you know such such great you know, feelings of empowerment and and happiness. And it's just totally given me um, all the strength that I needed to like really realize that all I really want is to be in a positive place (laughs) where people are kind and nice and supportive. And I'm not, you know, in a shitty place. And I, you know, I'm so lucky that I was like, you know what? it's time for me to move on and there was a couple you know factors in there that you know also contributed to those decisions and that's how life works but um it just made me you know have courage to like change change my circumstances yeah you know and that I have the power to do that and it felt and it feels wonderful to be in just like such a happy place again, and there was just a lot of ups and downs along the way, yeah, you know all those meltdowns,
1: <laughs> oh my God, yeah, yeah you um yeah when you when we started, you had just left somewhere you'd been for such a long time, yeah, and Definitely, you, you and this is their a different. And you're on to the next job, so you've had two jobs since since then. Um, yeah. And I've admired your your aspirations and your desire and drive and to get what it is that you want. And mm-hmm. so, kudos to you, man.
0: Thanks, babe. And I think too that like, um, what what I also realized like there there's a lot of creative pursuits that can happen Mm -hmm. in between and along the way. Like, I am just, I lead a very traditional, like, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just by the sheer nature of the fact that I have, like, three kids and, you know, and a husband and we, we need... <laughs> medical benefits and insurance. Yeah. And, and the, yes. the side hustles will all of those great ideas can come into fruition in any shape and form in any point in time that we wish them to, to be real. We can make them real. You know, those are the things that I've learned because I felt a lot of self doubt along the way until recently. I have actually been feeling so confident since I got my new job. Like, I am so like, cool as a cucumber. I'm. I'm never nervous. Like I really found. Like I've found my place. Like, like professionally and and things like that. But also just personally, I've like really settled down, and it feels so nice. Because for a a long time during the podcast, I was like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. And you're really doing a lot. No, I'm not doing enough. You know. (laughs) Now I'm feeling just so much better. Like I love. I love the place that I'm at. I love the work that I do. (gasps) It feels good.
1: That means you're in alignment. (gasps) Yay. Yeah.
0: It does feel that way.
1: When I started this, I would guess I was 41 because that was, that was two years ago this summer. Mm -hmm. Like it was maybe July, 2018 is when we first started recording. Yeah. And um, I was leaving a position that I loved and hated and, and, So, so distraught over, and I just, you know, I was feeling incredibly stuck. Um, I had no idea how to leave. Eventually, I did. Um, I mean, I was, I figured it out. Um, but, um, it was the best thing ever, you know. Uh, I needed some space and time to try to flush out a, a bunch of ideas and do a bunch of things I never thought I could do, and, um, so and we got to document all of it here
0: (laughs) yes we did and we just Um, decided to swoop you along and take you on our journey with us
1: yes I can't believe all the people that have listened and all the people that have written in and all the people that have supported us and we're going to read a really long list here in a minute
0: yeah I mean mine is not complete I have some to add to that too
1: um, but I think it
0: would be. I think it would maybe just not work to be able to include everybody. I mean, so we'll right, do our best.
1: I think. Um, yeah, I do want you to know, and if you listen, and if you got the message, which was, if you want to try to do something new, do it. You know, mm-hmm. if you jump jobs or or if you're not happy, you know, try to look inward and figure out what it is and and give yourself what you deserve, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Cause you're really worth it. And you, you have to put yourself first.
1: Girl, you're worth it. <laughs> mm.
0: you I know you're so into it. the weekend right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, God. Well, Okay, do we want to start with saying some thank thank yous?
0: Yeah, let's do that. Let's do our show. I have
1: out. a really long thank thank you list. Okay. Tried to write down everybody who ever listened or supported us.
0: Oh Jesus. Let's
1: try. Okay. Well, Rob
0: one, mm-hmm. you can do yours. I mean, Andrew. Oh, sure. Yeah. I was just going to do my parents, my kids, and my husband. Well, thanks for go. letting thanks for allowing me the time and space that I needed to you know pull myself together and find something that really made me happy.
1: I appreciate you know it wasn't until when we it wasn't until we really got into this that I realized what I was asking, you know and what a time commitment that could be and in the beginning, it was once a week. Um, and then, I'll, you know, we switched it to every other week, but it was mm-hmm. a commitment. And you read, you know, I asked you, we, I mean, we decided on reading books and I mean, you agreed to all of it, but like, it wasn't until after kind of, after we got into it, I was like, yeah, that's a lot, you know, for a mom of three working full time and, and married and all of that, but you needed
0: that outlet, man. Hell yeah. No, this, oh my gosh. And then I think also it like made me realized that I, I, even though this is like my primary commitment and, you know, being a wife and mothers is is like my primary commitment. Um, I was probably a little bit unbalanced to that, you know, towards that side. And I Mm -hmm. needed to obviously like have a little bit more time for myself to, to allow myself to be better at that primary commitment. Cause I wasn't being, I wasn't happy anymore, you know? Yeah. And I was just feeling myself like failing and insecure and just, you know, just grinding out. So I think restoring that sense of balance was in another amazing outcome of this, you know, creative endeavor that we set out on. Mm -hmm. All right. Who's
1: next? Okay. Amy, my sister who was on the podcast, Mm -hmm. um, she's, she's been really great in sending us resources and, um, really supportive. And, um, I just appreciate her cause she's her own, she's an entrepreneur and, and, and a photographer. And okay. Amity Courtney, Becca, Melanie, who we've mentioned a million times in the show and never ended up as a guest.
0: She's, she's <laughs> like, yeah,
1: that on that. She's probably like, hey God. um, my friend, Marie, Singa, Katrina, Singer didn't end up getting on the show. Maybe Singer, you can come back and come over a we can do some meltdowns for a bonus mm-hmm. episode sometime. Mm-hmm. Beth, Katie, Merrick, Thomas, Desiree, Eric, Barry, Nelson, Lau, Monica Beach, Jane, Shane Jones, James Remark, Chris Greenwood, Leah Buck, uh oh, John Mark Bitts. That's right. Melissa Bitts, Bob Johnson. I didn't say my dad. See, my dad listens and he's been supportive. I think he's dropped off since the pandemic hit. Um, not off the planet, thank God. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> he
1: did get he's sick. still in with there. us,
0: even though we, were, we did have a scare there.
1: Yeah, we got a real scare like a couple of weeks ago, but thank God mm-hmm. he's fine. Now, um, my cousin Carrie, my cousin Lauren, my mother in law, Sherilyn Humble, um, Kelly Garth Green, Aaron Schlein. Actually, I want to say this. I don't know if this podcast would have actually gotten off the ground if it wasn't for him. Part, part right because he. I got to talk a lot about infrastructure and some of the fine details of like what, how do you, how do you actually, you know, it's one thing to record it, but then to want to upload it and to get it out there and all that stuff. Like, I don't know if I would have. That this would have happened if I hadn't met him. Yeah. So thanks. Um it was a
0: valuable resource.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Ray Castillo, Al Simmons, Will Bill, Mike Enan, Doctor Duick, Dr. Dr. Jangla, oh, you know, the Vita integrated health guys. I have to see you. I don't know when I can see you guys, but I got some neck work and back work <laughs> to be done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tracy Whedon, remember when she wrote in and asked about all this cool um wanting to know about podcasting?
0: And yeah, we might need to listen to her podcast too. Maybe if it's up already.
1: Yeah, I haven't checked. The Bonds, James Swanick He's he's the one that was like, if you want to record a podcast, just try. Um, Michael Tranmer, Kathy Mutchler, oh Stephen Deborah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is there anybody off the top of your head?
0: Yeah, I've got a couple, just um, some friends, Kaylee Gutensen, Narissa Kapati-Diza, Sylvia Castleberry. Um, I was going to say Deborah as well. But I think you hit all the other. I, I don't think we can name, you know, all of the listeners that we know of, but we really appreciated all of your support. And we hope you got some fun and entertainment out of it.
1: Yeah, that was, yeah, we wanted more... We wanted it to be fun. We wanted it to be funny at times. I don't know if we always hit that note, but we, yeah. you know, we wanted it to be a good time. So. We sure did.
0: Yeah.
1: I Yeah. I don't know. I, I think what surprised me is the, the reach of the show, you know, cause it was oh, yeah. I think the last I checked, it was maybe it has been downloaded in 70 different countries. Yeah. Oh my God.
0: Interesting.
1: We have to back up to and just say all of the guests, you know, and that we've interviewed some of them we've interviewed expertly and some of them we've interviewed <laughs> and been, yeah, oh my God, quite amateurs, um, amateur hour, but whatever you can't learn unless you do.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Those are all of our guests were so fun. I mean, that was probably one of the things that I loved the most about what we did was getting to meet so many new people. And we read such great, you know, articles and literature and just excellent content. And that really contributed to the transformations that I think both of us have made, you know, yeah. um, along this journey. And we couldn't have done that alone. The,
1: um, You know, and you know, it's so cool. I feel like it is a lot of those people are in my network, you know, now, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. like I truly feel like I have a friendship with Nelson and Monica from Mm -hmm. Seattle foodie podcasts. Um, Mm -hmm. and Albert and Carrie who live, who are over in Jordan. I feel like they are, you know, they're, they're, they're friends now. And, I wouldn't have had them as friends. Like, These were the people that That's I randomly was like, hey, you guys want to be in a podcast? <laughs> hmm <laughs> And they recorded yeah. with me. I think they were like episode six or seven. Um, Nick, the Hobo architect, like uh-huh. that was so cool listening and learning about his lifestyle, driving around in his, in his not, what is that? His Airstream trailer. Yeah, boondocking. Um, of course, a lot of there were you know a lot of travel bloggers, uh, of course, Nomadic Mad and Eric Prince. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it was really fun talking to Joe recently, too. There were just so
0: many great people. And oh my god, Melissa Bits. she came through for us multiple times and had just such amazing stories to tell.
1: That's true. I just loved. The people that said yes to be on the show. I mean, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> thank yeah. you. You know, like we're just too, I'm, Oh, I was about to minimize ourselves. Nope. 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 Say sorry either. I'm not. Um, I'm, I feel like we're winding down and I just want to
0: stop time. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> but we, you know what, we're winding up in other ways.
1: You oh, know? Why don't we talk, well, yeah. So what, what is up? What is coming up for you, Allie, and I can talk about what's going to come up for me.
0: Or, well, or- you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, George Floyd's death a little bit. And I mean, that's kind of been the biggest meltdown, you know, for yeah. everybody in the last yep. week. And it's been really, um, you know, um, sad and it, but it's, I feel like it's triggering real action and change.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, and I feel like for me personally, it's made me realize that, you know, um, you know, black people and people of color, um, live in fear. Yeah. And that they could literally, you know, be killed at any moment for like being at the wrong place at the wrong time.
1: Being black,
0: yeah, and we have just a lot of work to do, and um, we need to um, be responsible for learning how to pr- protect them. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking about doing next is just educating myself. You know, so I don't have to yeah. feel super bad and guilty and helpless
1: you know i listened you know. To, i went i went today where there was a healthcare worker protest uh, down yeah here.
0: white coats so. for black lives right
1: uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, i might not be a white coat but i'm a blue, blue scrubs
0: i think nurses wear white coats
1: i mean sometimes most of us don't though probably
0: but. not because you're you're too bloody <laughs> <But> <laughs> i think i think clinic nurses do
1: yeah. But one of the things was, you know, once one of the speakers today was like, we don't need your guilt. You know what we need is your action. Mm-hmm. We need your action. Right what is showing up in solidarity. And when there's someone of color who who dies, we need you to stand in solidarity and think and act. And and there needs to be no more, no more this can't happen again. Not one more, not one more. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that in what I've realized, it, you know, being a leader in the healthcare industry um, and just being a leader and all leaders and positions of power, because this is really, I think about abuses of power, you know, yeah. we, this is our opportunity to seize um, you know, this moment and reevaluate like the systems in which we have designed um that are oppressive to people and change them and hold people accountable. Yeah. You know, hold people upstream and downstream of us accountable for, you know, their actions and and so that's kind of what I'm interested in not kind of. I'm interested in doing that moving forward, but I mean, I think you know, It's just been, we've gone from a pandemic where we've been, you know, also under like stress and I think everybody's nerves are shot and fried and worried and, you know, all all of that. And then now we're like protesting, which I think is great, but then there's riots and things that are also unnerving and make people feel, you know, worried. But I think that all of it has actually, you know, now that we've kind of watched it played out over the weeks is making us realize that guess what, come November, we get to vote again and we're going to vote Donald Trump out of the white house. <laughs> yeah. And it couldn't come soon enough.
1: Right. You know, I had a lot of trepidation about going downtown mm-hmm. um, and protesting for obvious reasons. Cause everyone's worried about, well, there'll be a spike in the numbers and, um,
0: but. Right. People um, being in close proximity and stuff.
1: Yeah. But until people who are white put their lives on the line, this is not going to stop. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I went, I had a 95 underneath my regular mask and, you know, so I feel I feel okay about that. Oh, and you know what I feel like was really amazing is that where I work, the UW Medical, where we, we both work at the same place. I'm um, organization mm-hmm. now, you know, they basically came out, they, this is sponsored by, this is sponsored by UW Med- Health Sciences. Mm-hmm. And our leadership said that it's a public health crisis, and emergency, and they totally support it and not supporting it is worse than staying home. and, and, Ignoring it and and so I felt like if the leadership was on board with it, then fuck it, I have to be, you know what I mean like fuck, mm-hmm. I have to put those whatever little baby fears outside and just go out there and stand up for what is right, and that means not just today, it means putting money where my mouth is it means educating myself on microaggressions and mm-hmm. and um making sure like you were saying. People are held responsible um, and calling out people on their racist bullshit and Mm -hmm. talking to your friends and family about how this is a reality that you're right, Allie, people of color live in fear all the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. This, the, you know, it's been really interesting, you know, yes, I have been on TikTok, but you know what, TikTok has been really educational over the last week because Mm-hmm. it's a platform. people stopped making funny videos, and they just were like filming all of the all of the protests and the riots and also using their voice and I just spent a ton of time listening to folks of color and different backgrounds talking about what it's like, you know
0: yeah to be black yeah. in America right now mhm, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I agree. And it's been, it's really hard to like, people, you probably know this, and it's probably annoyed the shit out of you, that I'm a little bit anti-social media. And you're like, why don't you say enough about our podcast? Why don't you post enough? (laughs) I already feel like I don't, you know? Do enough, But I felt like this tremendous pressure on myself, like the last couple of days, like, gosh, if I don't post, you know, a Black Lives Matter sticker on my page, will people think I'm racist, you know, but I was just like, there's just not enough words, there's just not enough, you know, like, ways to say to express, you know, so I was like, I'm just gonna save it the podcast and share my feelings in a venue where I feel like I control my own, you know, say everything that I want to say in one place. And and then that will feel, feel good. Um, Because I do, and I don't know if, if, if silence is, is, you know, saying anything because I think that a lot of people, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like a lot of people are, are donating and they're just, You know, there are people like Berger or there's people who are off the grid who, you know, don't just don't have accounts, you know, who, who can't, you know, be active in that way, I suppose. Um, So I want to be, I don't want to be judgmental because I don't want to be judged to people who aren't posting on social media. Because I think there's lots of people who are off the grid, who are protesting, who are donating, who are, you know, interacting and have great relationships with people of color and our allies you know, of people with color, you know? Um, so I, I don't want to be super judgy about it, but, um, I have felt, you know, a little bit cause I just think, you know, social media is a little bit like the man kind of breathing down your neck and stealing your data and shoving things in your face and, you know, selling you stuff yeah. and kind of stealing your identity a little bit too. Um, and maybe I won't mind that in the afterlife. <laughs> when I'm dead and living on through my old profiles and things. But anyway, that, that's been kind of weighing on me. So it does feel really good to talk about this in the form of just an emotional meltdown and just not having the skills or knowledge to feel like you can contribute to the change. But it has turned around in the last couple of days to feel really like... um we're actually making real change, you know, and, and people are being held accountable and getting arrested and, and laws are changing and that feels amazing. And hats off to everyone who has gone out and joined the fight against racism. It's so important.
1: I think one of the things, you know, and like you're saying, like not everybody can, people are going to contribute or in whatever way they can, but I think it starts with examining yourself, examining your own biases and examining, um, just trying to imagine and putting yourself in the shoes of someone of color and understanding like, God, you know, there was this guy who was talking about his experience in Phoenix, Arizona. He's a car dealership guy. There was a curfew at eight o'clock he was supposed to leave the car dealership at 7.30. He had a customer come in at 6.45 wanting to buy a car. And it that's a really lengthy process. And, it, and he knew that he wouldn't be out of there on time. And so what that meant for him was when he left, he was going to be driving. He was. He was driving while the curfew was after 8 o'clock. And before, but, but he wanted to, he made sure that his License and registration were out in view, you know, because he couldn't risk being pulled over and risk um, being seen reaching for his ID and identification, and that being assumed that he was reaching for a weapon, and that then putting his life in danger. Like, have I have never thought that when I've been pulled over, which has been I don't know, like twice in my life, like I've been nervous. I've been nervous of getting ticketed Mm -hmm. but i've never been i'm gonna thought i'm gonna die but like right really truly have that fear i i watched um comedians in cars drinking coffee and there was an episode with eddie murphy on it yeah and jerry got pulled over Mm -hmm. and eddie he was legitimately like fucking nervous and he's eddie Mm -hmm. fucking murphy yeah And that, that was, I don't know, that was maybe six months ago or so,
0: but Mm -hmm. like
1: that left something with me. Like, we don't know what it's like, right. Never know what it's like. And these folks live in fear of all these things every day, you know,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: they carry this burden and I don't carry that burden. Anyway, it's, um, I'm really glad you brought it up.
0: Yeah. And and I, you know, one thing that really stuck with me, it's something that Kim Kardashian posted on Instagram. It was, it was a photo of a black man who'd been incarcerated for 30 years for a $9 shoplifting charge. And next to it was a picture of that college student who raped a woman and got six months of like community service or something like that. And she just kind of posted like, injustice is real. And it was like, yeah that is fucking pathetic. You know, that is fucking ridiculously sick. You know, I mean, in this, uh, I've had some arguments with people that are feeling like, I think things have gotten better and, you know, over the years. And I mean, there's progress that's been made and And I think that, I think that it just is a little bit more subverted and underground, the racism Yes, and the murders are still happening and maybe in higher numbers because there's more people on the planet right now, but the murders of black people are still happening. It's, it's, it's not in the form of like a lynching or a maiming, but it's in the form of you know, somebody getting pulled over and, you know, getting their life snuffed out in eight minutes because somebody, you know, is putting a knee on their neck, you know, it's, it's still so that murder.
1: was a public lynching. That, I think this is why, this is why we, everyone is like, so upset. Enraged. Like you can't deny what happened. You can't deny it. It was, like everybody watched that man be murdered, and I tried to imagine would I tried to envision if there was a white man under that man's knee. Yeah. Would this have he wouldn't even this wouldn't have even happened. He wouldn't no, he wouldn't have even gone to that place mm-hmm. of of putting of putting arresting him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's fucking terrible. And um I'm I'm just glad that people have been so moved by it. I don't know if you saw the video of his daughter on his uncle's shoulders, just saying that, you know, um, I can't remember what she said. It was so sweet. She just said like, you know, like daddy died for a reason or daddy changed the world. Oh God. That's just- what she said. Like her dad, you know? And um, I'm I'm realizing that it's not it shouldn't be super embarrassing to like cry, (laughs) no, like have emotion around this. And I'm actually glad that like people are super fucking pissed because I think America is the most complacently boring fucking like (laughs) drugged country. That's like give them money, let them shop, and they'll keep their mouths shut. You know, um but that is not the case you know people are really pissed and outraged you know and i'm just, yeah, it's just like not happening fast enough you know all the change that we need to see in so many ways you know schools and um hospitals even we just make need to make a much bigger effort to make sure that people are treated fairly Well, on that note, I hope everybody does something to help change the world for the better in the next two weeks. <laughs> we yeah. should challenge them. <laughs> yeah. You know, if do you something know. major, shake it up. Yeah. Shake up your complacent little life. Not not that any of our viewers have one. <laughs> no. Have those conversations <laughs>
1: though, you know. Have yeah. those conversations with those people in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, your
0: grandparents or your parents, you know, that's so funny say that. weird things about Asia. That's what Asians, my mom always says, <laughs> says that. I'm like, you know, your grandkids are Asian, right? And says my husband. Like, I don't think she knows that. <laughs> um, oh my God. But yeah, it's so funny.
1: My, I talk I to mean, my it's parents. It's just not
0: funny actually
1: at all. Well, I mean, we, that's right. That's right. It's not, I talked to my mom. It's like a little
0: microaggression, isn't it?
1: It is. I talked to my fucking mom. Oh, I love my mom, but like, you know, everybody, this whole thing is like, let's focus on the looting and, and like, you know what I don't like is the looting. It's like, well, you know what? Somebody fucking died over here. Like, you are you kidding me? You should have some passion and compassion, or some feeling about a person who died. Yeah, that should be more compelling to you than fucking property people over profit people over property. Yeah. Um, I just think, think that's just a stupid bullshit thing that conservatives like to conservatives like to glom onto. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Ugh, yeah, we've heard it over and over from our president. <sighs> Fuck you that know, guy. It's just like, yeah, you're actually taking away from the real problem. You know, just trying to, like, distract again yeah. from what the people are really trying to talk about. Yeah. Um, I love you, Nicole Johnson. <laughs> I thank you, you so much for this opportunity. I loved spending the last two years meeting with you on a weekly basis, and creating this little time capsule in our lives that we'll always
1: have. <laughs> we can just go back to the catalog and listen, and just um, have have a good time.
0: Yes, we can. And thanks for coming along with us on this journey. We hope you got something out of it.
1: I love you too. Allie, <laughs> I love you too, and thank you for showing up and being there for me. oh I guess we just better rip it off like a bandaid, huh? <laughs> Peace out, out, you guys. We love, love you. Wait, 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 wait. What? Where can you follow up? Where can we follow up with you, Allie? Where can you mm. follow up with me? <laughs>
0: Oh goodness. I have a Facebook page which is my just real name Allison Sundet and then I have an I have a couple Instagrams. I think it's Allison Sundet and then freedom in danger which has just not very many um posts on it. So just yeah, that's a good way.
1: Um, I'm at um at @nicolejohnson.rn on Instagram. Um I'm also um have unwindretreats.com so you can contact me at Nicole at unwindretreats.com or I'm a, I mean I have a pretty fucking common name on, on <laughs> Facebook um, but my stuff is on the Melton City podcast um, website and also our Instagram and Facebook stuff so you guys it's so great thanks for showing up for us yeah. we
0: love you we
1: do we love you Peace out. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast
0: or on Facebook at Meltdown City Podcast or you can follow us on Twitter at Meltdown City Pod. Come check out our website, MeltdownCityPodcast.com and don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on wherever you listen to our podcasts.
1: You can email us at at gmail.com for any stories, suggestions, or comments, and we'll read them on the air.
0: Thanks for listening.